Hello, thank you for joining us today for the Harvest Time Church weekly podcast. As you listen today, we pray that you are richly blessed and that the message would guide you deeper into your walk with Jesus and help you to advance his kingdom here on earth. Have a blessed day. I hope you all enjoyed singing those songs like I did. You know, uh, I, I heard a lot of songs in my head this week as I prepared for the message. Uh, one, me and Marillo sang while we were in the truck riding around last year was uh, that one that goes, uh, I hear the angels singing. It's a good one. That's all you're going to get from me. You know, I'm, I, I don't know how y'all sing, but I sing bad, what, really bad. But uh, the funny thing about that is the way that God fixes me is, man, that guy that sings on the inside, well, I mean, man, he don't never miss a beat. He hits every note. That's how it's going to be when we get to heaven. Amen. Amen. The hymn that we always say, another hymn that I heard in my head this week was uh, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in Christ that night. Amen. I looked at this passage. What was a little bit different about it was uh, uh, a pastor said, hey, can you help out? I said, yes, I'll help out any anytime you want me to. I'll do anything you want me to. He said, how about uh, the Sunday before Christmas? I said, sure, no problem. And then he threw the wrench in the gear. He said, okay, it's from uh, Luke 2, 1 through 20. Amen. Now, how many times have you heard that message from Luke 2, 1 through 20? A bunch. And another thing that I don't like about it is, you, this is the text. I've never had that kind of message. Here's your text. You preach on this. You know, I'll always uh, uh, pray and hear God, and here's the message. You know? No, not this time. Here's your text. Have you ever had that one, Robert? Here's your text. Woo! It was new for me. I didn't like it. i just be honest with you. I didn't like it. Right off the bat, I wanted to pop an attitude. I said, what is it? We don't need that. for." I said, oh, man, I submit. Thank you, Lord. You know, I'm going to look at this a different way. And it fixed me. God, God received that prayer. Come on up, Sam. Sam is going to help us out a little bit this morning. I was going to get uh, two wrapped boxes and put them up here but you just have to use that in your mind's eye and just believe that those are up here one holds peace and one holds like i was going to put a dirty filthy rags in it representing our sin nature so remember that as sam reads luke 2 1 through 20 And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was made first when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, 
to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. Amen. Thank you, Sam. Now, I thought you were going to... I think you can sit down. You won't have to read that again. I'm going to get this water over here. <laughs> can we do that? We drink after each other anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're finishing up a four-week series before Christmas. Y'all remember what the first message Noe preached, Pastor Noe preached? It was, on the, uh, it was on the promise, and then the preparation. The promise was Mary's promise. The prep, preparation, John the Baptist. And then the first week we had uh, the Old Testament prophecy. This week it's about Jesus, the Messiah, that we read about. As I look through this passage... And I prayed, I picked out two words that I felt like God wanted us to look at today. The words, one of them is fear, and the other word is peace. Fear and peace. The idea was uh, uh, looking at them to, to understand and to be able to uh, dispel fear. There's two definitions of fear that we'll look at. And then to receive peace. Those, that is the gift for you today that comes in the child. In the, uh, in the child, Jesus is peace. Who likes getting gifts? Come on, honestly. Everybody likes getting gifts. We do, uh, you know, and 
there for a long time we didn't we didn't give gifts to each other, Judy and I. But we still like getting gifts. Everybody likes getting gifts, and not just and the gifts that are not that good. Guess what? They really don't mean anything. Do you remember what you got from your mom and dad last year? If it's a good gift, you do. Guess what? If it was a bad gift, if you don't remember it right now, it doesn't. It was not a good gift. You don't remember it. You know, and and, and when we do that. It's kind of the, the good gift thing has kind of manifested itself in a different place, in a different way in our house. Uh, the last few years, we go to Kim and EJ's and we do what is called a gift exchange. Y'all have all done that, you know. And uh, uh, it's amazing how much life there could be in that gift exchange because there's always some... Uh, can I say screwy gifts? <laughs> bad gifts. Bad gifts. I can say that. Bad gifts. And there's always good gifts. And everybody wants the good gift. And it doesn't take long into the, into the exchanging of the gifts until everybody there knows what the good gift is. And they're trying to keep it. Now, I have seen compassion come <laughs> and someone get to keep their good gift that they so much liked. But I have also seen where uh, grace and mercy was not found. <laughs> and it was stolen right up to the end of the game. Point being, presence matter but God gave us the perfect gift perfect gift you don't have to worry about exchanging it it's as good tomorrow as it is today and from forevermore the perfect gift that's the present we're going to look at today I'm excited about it. Let's pray. Father Lord, as we give you this hour, hour and 10, 20 minutes, Holy Spirit, we ask that you come and do what only you can do. Help us to receive. Help us to understand where we are and just how much we need your peace. Lord, we thank you that your presence is here. We thank you that uh, you have received our worship. Now, we ask that as we read and as we look at your word, that you do that mighty work inside each and every one of us. Those that are here this morning listening and those that are online. We recognize you this morning if you're tuning in. And, and we pray that as the word comes forth, 
that you are able to receive just like you are here. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Pip is slipping. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Now, as uh, we heard Sam read the passage, and we're going to look at fear. Why? We're, the first slide is going to be. Uh, from Luke 2, verse 10. Why? We're looking for the answer to the question, why the fear? Why were the shepherds fearful? Well, it says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Do not be afraid. Why were they afraid? God is a supernatural God. We forget that. It's easy to forget. And anytime you experience something that you don't know about, that you don't understand, and that you don't have the answers to, Guess what? Guess what comes? Fear. Yeah. We are fearful of it. Uh, uh, in one place it says that, uh, well, we haven't got there yet. But the shepherds were fearful. But what do we know about the shepherds? They hung in there. And they stayed past their fear. How do we know that? Because they went to, to find Jesus. Yeah, they were. It, it is fearful. Whenever, uh, whenever things happen in our lives that uh, we don't understand, that could be fearful. But we need to follow the example that the shepherds gave. Can you imagine a host of angels singing? perfect key we don't know how many a whole bunch in unison they weren't worried about no backup singers Miss Lisa nor how the volume it was perfect I hear the angels sing when that happens it dispels fear fear goes away and they found themselves in a place where they could hear, where they could receive, and where they could be obedient to what God was doing. That's where we want to be. That's, what, that's, that's the address we want to live at. Amen? Amen? In case you can't tell... Let me tell you this. 
I've prepared, prepared a message or two in my life. And I don't know how long you spend, we've talked about that, or anybody else, how long it takes to prepare a message. But I can tell you this, three weeks is too long. <laughs> Especially for this guy. I had, uh, I had uh, uh, notes all over. And I kept boiling it down. And I did me a word search, uh, search on manger. And I came up with quite a few things there. And I was sharing those to Judy. And finally, she just got enough. <laughs> she said, the main thing is the plane. The main thing is the plain thing. Are you, I was listening. Are you listening? The main thing is the plain thing. Don't overthink it. Receive peace. Yeah. Christmas 2023. And keep the, when, when she said, whoa. <laughs> I was looking for my pen, something to write on that. The main thing is the plain thing. We, we overthink everything when it comes to Christmas. We overthink everything when it comes to uh, problems that we have in life. We overthink uh, everything that, that we do at church. We overthink uh, how we're going to get through this situation or that situation. We've all got situations. And God knew about those situations. But if we keep the main thing and just keep it simple, God is here to give us peace. Now, sometimes there's a reason you don't have peace. Guess why? Because we haven't kept the main thing, the main thing. Come on. It's not that hard. Sometimes it's because uh, of physical needs. Sometimes it's because of spiritual needs. Boy, I'm not looking at my notes much here. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know where I've had all those notes, but I do know that God wants you to hear. God wants you to hear. That you have not kept the main thing. And if you will make the main thing center in your life, then you will have peace. Then uh, you will have answers. Then you will receive healing. Then you will receive everything that God wants to do in your life. You will receive the power and the words to be the witness that you want to be. I know that we're here this morning and there's maybe not trying to offend anybody, but if the shoe fits, you need to wear it. Maybe this is the only time you come to church all year long. And if you're out there listening, that goes for you too. It might, you might be the only time that you come to church. But God is gracious and he can meet you here. And let me tell you what, he is more than capable 
of fixing what is wrong in your spirit, fixing what is wrong in your heart and fixing what is wrong in our minds. That's a good place to say amen. That's a good place to, to receive. That's a good place for somebody listening. I know that's for somebody. 2024 doesn't have to be like 2023. We had a good year in 2023 here at Harvest Time. We had a good year in our house, in our home. But guess what? We want more. 2020, we want 2024 to be better. You know how we make sure that 2024 is better? Listening, receiving, hearing God's word on a regular basis. Come on. We're doing good. We're doing good on time. Here's what we're not doing good on. Following my notes. <laughs> but I don't think it's too bad. Listen, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Luke is the only gospel that has the details of the birth. Why do you think that is? What do we know about Luke? Say it again. He was a doctor. Doctors tend to be more detailed, you know? What do we know about, from looking at the passage, from looking at the uh, story, we see that uh, the word says, while they were there. Now, I've always looked at that because she was great with child. It says that in the passage. Because she was great with child, I've always thought that, uh, so that means that, that uh, Mary was further along in the, in the pregnancy than at the beginning. We know that. I've always sensed that there was an urgency there. And when I told Judy about that, Judy uh, was quick to tell me, you are now speculating. <laughs> but I'm just telling you the truth. In my mind, anybody else think that, that they were in a hurry? Maybe I'm the only one. There's no hands up, Lisa. Me and you are the only ones. The spirit of honesty sits on you, girl. And uh, so... They were in, uh, so I felt like they were in a hurry, but it says that uh, while they were there, now that makes me think that there was some time before they were there. You know, you can read, all, I had time to read all kinds of things and uh, really uh, speculate. They were family, they, they had family there. We do know that because they were from there. Whenever you go somewhere, where do you like to stay? Do you like to stay at the Best Western or do you like to stay with your sister or your brother? Which one? You want to stay with family. Why? Because you don't have to get coffee out of a, 
you know, you're not waiting on somebody. You can sit down with family and catch up and drink coffee in the morning. You can spend more time. We, we are most comfortable with family. I think Joseph and Mary would have been the same. But then it says that, uh, that they, we do know one fact, is, one fact is that they had trouble, that they could not find a place. Makes me think that Joseph was a real guy. He's just like us. You know, oh, uh, uh, a missionary friend of mine, Gerald Bokey, he sends me that, he sent that one meme. It says, uh, well, I had the reservations. Did y'all see that one? <laughs> I had, you know, maybe it was Joseph's responsibility to make the reservations. You know, I know if it would have been my responsibility to make the reservations, guess what? We might have ended up somewhere <laughs> that, we, you know, would not be as hospitable as possible. The whole, the whole uh, keeping it plain and realizing that they were just regular people helps us to understand how much God loves us is the point I'm trying to make. Joseph and Mary, just normal people. God chose to use. God wants to use you. Normal people. If he can get you uh, to receive today. If he can get you to receive what he wants to do in your life. He, he's given us the perfect present. And all we have to do is just take it and open it up and receive it. And it means something when you find something, when you get something that is of great worth. What happens when you get the best present? You want to show it off. You want to tell somebody about it. I encourage you today that as you receive and as you hear God's word, that you, if you know that you heard something today that was for you, tell somebody about it. Tell some, that's how you hang on to it. If you don't, that, that's the test. If you don't tell somebody about it, guess what? Maybe, maybe you didn't receive it. That makes sense to somebody here, I know. You understand? You can receive in a way that uh, people that you come in contact with know that you have been in the presence of God today. That's what I want. And I know that that's what many of you want. Let's go to the next slide. Maybe, there we go. Let's read that. Go ahead. Matthew 1, 18 through 23. This is how the birth of, the Je of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, 
She was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Now, what does that sound like? It sounds like a troubled young man to me. <laughs> he knows the law. He knows his wife. He knows in his heart that she's not lying. But this thing has happened that he can't understand. That Well, he can understand it, but it's just, uh, he can't keep from thinking, what are they going to think? He knew the law, but peace came. Can you put it back up there? But peace came when he did what he was supposed to. This is, uh, is there another slide to that? After he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Now, what happens when we uh, meet our fears? Watch. Peace comes. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sin. How much simpler does it get you go and do this that's what he that's what the angel told uh joseph you go and do this you go and do this and you'll have peace you go and do this everything is going to be all right if you can receive what god wants for you today you're going to walk in peace just like joseph did it didn't matter that they couldn't, that they were, uh, they still had troubles. They still found themselves in a place where, uh, where there was no room for them and they couldn't be comfortable, but God made a way. I like the fact that Joseph was just another guy. Now we could talk about fear for a little while, but we're going to move on. We're going to move on to a, a peace. What do we know about peace? Peace is why Jesus came. What does peace represent in our lives? Peace represents reconciliation with God. Why do we need reconciliation with God? Because we are sinful human beings. Ever since the Garden of Eden, we've had the sin nature on us that had to be paid for. When Jesus came, and we'll go to the next slide. When Jesus came, the prophecies that were prophesied 700 years before came to pass. Now, if you have a hard time believing that, you can, you can look that up in the scripture and uh, I've got it here for you. The scripture from Isaiah. Can you find that one? Can you, we go forward? 
There it is, Isaiah. For unto you, this is 700 years before Christ is born. For unto you a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We're not going to read the rest of it. Prince of Peace. 700 years before. You can't make this stuff up. You can't, you can't think 700 years before unless it is through the unction of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. So, you, so those things that you don't have peace about, You think God can't fix those? You think that God doesn't have an answer? No, he does have an answer. So what's the holdup? What's holding us back from living at peace? You, your sin nature is what holds you back. I'm encouraging you today to receive peace in every area of of your life. It's why Jesus came to reconcile us to God the Father and to put us in a place where we can experience his presence each and every day. Y'all stand. I just about threw my whole message out. <laughs> Sorry, Becky. <laughs> Sorry, Noe. But I felt like that's what God wanted us to hear. And if you don't, then I pray that you're able to receive from the power of the Holy Spirit that is in this room and online for you too. And we're going to be closing. But before we do, I want to pray. And I want to pray that uh, uh, we receive everything that God has for us. Uh, some of you do not have peace because you have never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's no way of getting around that. And until you submit, until you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, there will be no peace. And the peace that you do have is fake peace. And it won't last. Let me read something that Dallas Willard said. Somebody might not like him. I wasn't going to say his name, but there you go. Dallas Willard said this. The gospel is less about how to get into the, heaven, into the kingdom of heaven after we die and more about how to live in the kingdom of heaven before we die. Let me read it again. See, we think 
Oh, I'm going to accept Christ so that I can get to heaven. No. No, that's not why Jesus came. Listen to this. The gospel is less about how to get into the kingdom of heaven after we die and more about how to live in the kingdom of heaven before we die. That's the scripture that we read. God wants you to live at peace here now, today. You don't have to wait to get to heaven to have peace. Amen? That's for somebody today. All of the questions, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in Jesus. We sing it. Do we mean it? Go to that last scripture. While Cecily is playing out, let's read that. Ephesians 2, 17 and 18. Here's why Jesus came. It says, he came and preached peace to you who were far away. That's you who don't know him, who haven't submitted, who haven't accepted him as Lord and Savior. And peace to those who were near. That's us who are hard headed and, and uh, maybe believe, but we don't walk in peace. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you that baby Jesus didn't just stay a baby. It says that in the fullness of time, perfect timing, Jesus had perfect timing. He went to the cross and died for our sins so that we could have salvation and so that we could have peace. Don't be afraid to do what God wants you to do in your life. Don't be afraid. Fear comes from the devil. The only kind of fear that we want to have in our lives is the kind that uh, 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 disappoints, lets God down. And his presence dispels that, takes that away does away with it. That's what we receive today in the name of Jesus. Now, if you are here or if you are online, you can open your eyes now. If you are here, here's a tool that shows that you received today. Did you receive peace? Do you have something in your heart that you're not at peace with? There, there's somebody here to pray for you. we got plenty of time to fellowship and everything else. But I want to make sure that we take care of this. If you don't have peace, you can find peace today by uh, confessing it with your mouth and getting someone to pray for you. And someone just might, the Holy Spirit might just show up and give you directions to find peace. 
Amen. That, that's what I need over and over and over. God is faithful. If you need to uh, have peace for the first time, you've never accepted Christ. Online or, or even here this morning, there's a connect card. And uh, we want, if you take the time to fill that out, we've got plenty of time. It's only 10 after 10. We've got plenty of time. And uh, if you fill that out, we will get in, be getting in contact with you. Amen? Amen. Noe? We do want you to leave with that peace that, um, you know, it says there, there's a peace that surpasses understanding, which means you don't get it here, but you get it here. And, you know, I'm, I, there's many, many things that I think we could be hopeful for, you know, this holiday, Christmas season, but peace is what's being served. Peace is what we, we really fixes a lot, a lot of the problems, a lot of the issues in our life. And. Um, I pray you leave with it, you know, like Don said, you know, don't leave this place without that. If there's something not right, get it right. We have prayer teams available this morning. If you can go ahead and make your way up. Uh, I just second his blessing over your families. I pray that this Christmas season is full of joy, full of life. Um, Understand this, that life is not always what we expect, but as God is always who he says he is every single time. You know, because, you know, there's hills and valleys, there's setbacks, there's difficulties, there's challenges, but God is good. God is love. You know, go back to your, your, all, all of your nursery learnings and all your childhood memories that, you know, Jesus really is the answer. He's everything you've been looking for. I hope during this season that you've, this series that we've walked through that you have come closer to God maybe than you ever have. Um, I know many families will meet tonight and then tomorrow morning. I pray your homes are full of the Spirit of God. It don't matter whose house you go in because the Spirit of God goes with you. And you can take them wherever you want, okay? But I pray that peace. I pray that hope. I pray that restoration. I pray that there's stirring in your heart this morning that you could, you could hope that the best is yet to come. And maybe you just need to say that over your life. Lord, the best is yet to come. Because we went too far to go back. Anybody that far? It's like, I went too far, Lord. I ain't giving up now. But God, I need your help in the, in the future and what's going going to happen this next year. But we can trust that as we keep our eyes fixed on him, that as we draw near to him, that as we experience that peace, it'll give us everything we need uh, to, to live a full life, an exciting life full of his presence. We love you. Be blessed. From Harvest Time Church, from our family, from many of the families here, uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've been encouraged and empowered. If you'd like to know more about our family, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash HTC Bay City or find us on the web at harvesttimebaycity.com.